like to share with you a quote I just saw on Instagram. I'll be honest, I was waiting for people to come to confession, and only one person did. And I'm a sinner, just like this woman in our gospel today, so I got distracted. But this comes from John Eldridge, who writes a phenomenal book called Wild at Heart. And this is what he says, and I think it'll echo into our gospel reading today to help us. And specifically, some of you are here who are hurting John Eldridge says, true strength does not come out of bravado, mean bravery. He says, until we are broken, our life will be self-centered, self-reliant. Our strength will be our own. So as long as you think you are really something in and of yourself, what will you need God for? I don't trust a man who doesn't suffer I don't let a man get close to me who hasn't faced his wounds. Think of the posers you and I know. Are they the kind of men and women you would call at 2 a.m. when life is collapsing around you? Not me. I don't want cliches. I want deep, soulful truth. And that only comes when a man has walked the road I've been talking about. End quote. The Pharisees are like the posers in our gospel today, those who are not living authentic lives. So today, a certain Pharisee, we don't know which one, we'll say a certain poser, he invites Jesus to play gotcha, like so many Pharisees do. I want to I play gotcha but like, good luck with God, right? Because Jesus is God. And now there's also a sinful woman who is in need of a few things. And I'll talk about that in a second. But when she comes into the house of the Pharisee or the house of the poser, she doesn't care what other people think. She's totally detached. And that's such a gift if you've ever experienced detachment from the opinions of others. And she brings an alabaster flask of ointment. And this is a very expensive flask. It costs her a lot. She's living a sacramental life. She's living from the inside out, not from the outside in. The Pharisee, the poser, is one who's living from the outside in, looking like he has it all together, but he's not acknowledging that he's a sinner and he's in need of a savior. And she begins to bathe his feet with her tears, which means she's repenting. She's sorry for her sins. And she even wipes his feet with her hair. She kisses his feet and anoints them with ointment. And, and you have to imagine, I don't know about you, but for women, like your hair is very precious to you. Um, I've heard that it's very difficult to do things with your hair when you have to cut it. It's almost like tragic. So imagine taking the most expensive ointment you have, or if you had it, putting it in your hair, but then wiping somebody's feet with that. It's like kind of a gross thing in just a very real way, but it's, it's showing the grossness of the exterior living only people. People that only live from the outside and she's so detached, she just wants to be in the presence of God. And the Pharisee, the poser, is there the whole time. If this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of woman this is. And that's exactly the point. Jesus knows her sins and he desires to meet her where she's at. As he's the same way with you and I. You almost have to imagine Jesus being like, screw this guy for a second. And he looks at 
the, uh, at Simon. He says, Simon, I have something to say to you because you're willing to listen. I'm going to teach you how to live from the inside out. And he says, tell me, teacher. And he talks about the, the importance of gratitude when you have the total awareness of your sin and how it affects you and those around you. Talking about someone who had a huge, huge debt, unpayable. That's you and I saying, there's no way God could forgive me. My mess is too big for God. And there's someone who here, a sinful man, a Pharisee who's not aware of his sin, and he doesn't think that he's that bad. He doesn't think that his sins are that great. So the, the woman who is known in the city for being a sinner not for being a daughter of the Father yet. Jesus says, which of them will love me more if I forgive both? Or if the, the, the creditor forgives both? And Peter, Simon Peter says, the one, I suppose, whose debt was forgiven. And he says, you have judged rightly. And where the Lord turns, and whenever Jesus turns, it's supposed to mean that you and I are supposed to focus in heavily which means he's turning his back on the posers and he's turning his heart, he's shedding the light from his life and he says, do you see this woman? I think for, for a lot of us, even sitting here, we wonder, does God even see me? Am I lost in the crowd? And Jesus sees her and if not, sees even you in your brokenness. I think for a lot of us, we're afraid to let our hearts be broken again because we've gone through so much. And Jesus tells us through our saints different ways to express this. And one of my favorite soon-to-be saints is Venerable Fulton Sheen. And he says, sometimes the only way the Lord can enter your heart is by breaking your heart because it's become so hard and so crusty. And the Lord has to break it. He wants to shatter every sense of doubt of his love and every sense of doubt that even the fact that he sees you, even in your sin. But again, we know that the Lord looks at us with compassion. And she receives that. She doesn't reject it. She doesn't run from it. She runs to him, even just to be grateful, not to be at his feet. And she shows her repentant heart by physically doing things. So many people in our world are just simply looking for people who are witnesses, who actually aren't just going to talk about it, but they're also going to be about it. And here, Jesus is showing the poser the reality of his own soul. That he's too afraid to go into other people's darkness. And Jesus is like, I am not afraid. And I see her, I see you, and I want to come in, but I also, I want to see, are you receiving my love? Are receiving it? She's showing physical signs of her repentant heart, her broken heart. And she, what she's experiencing here is confession. She's ex experiencing absolution. Her sins are being absolved. He says, your sins are being forgiven. As a priest, one of the greatest things I can do is forgive sins. Say, so I'm not here for posers. I'm here for people who are authentic. People have suffered greatly. And you just have to imagine those, those words of Jesus saying, he's not listening to the posers because they say, who is this who can even forgive sins? And he says to the woman, he doesn't even acknowledge the posers. He says to the woman, he says to me and you, your faith has saved you. 
which means your risk. Faith is often spelled R-I-S-K. He says, go in peace, shalom, heavenly peace. Do you know that you don't have to worry about what other people think about you? For a lot of us, if we have ever felt unseen, it's one of the most painful experiences of life. And if I, as a priest of Jesus Christ, have never seen you or met you in your brokenness, I just want to say I'm sorry. It was, it was not my intention. And if we as a community have done that, we need to repent of that. Sometimes I can physically see you wearing the heaviness, but I don't know how always to engage you because I, like sometimes like a poser, like a Pharisee, I'm afraid of hurting you even more. And I have to overcome that. I have to be healed of that. And that's one of the wounds in my heart that the Lord's working on. So very simply, we turn to St. Therese, our intercessor for the year, our patroness for the year. What's one little place in your life, one little thing that the Lord is in need of healing for you? He desires to heal for you. Where are you acting a little bit like a poser and the Lord's saying, enough. I'm not a fool. I'm a divine lover. And is there any areas of your, of your heart, little areas of your heart, where he is just saying, I need to break that. Because it's not allowing you to become perfected in me. It's not allowing you to, to let me see you. You're hiding. You're putting armor up. And if you've ever encountered someone who's suffered greatly, there's an admiration for them. And no one has suffered more, more greatly than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He knows suffering. He gives us purpose for our suffering. And he sees us in his own suffering. So we take a moment of silence to place those little things on the altar. Because over time, as we allow the Lord in, little by little, we die to self, moving from poser to repentant. It leads to deep peace. So when you hear the priest say in confession, your sins are forgiven, your faith has saved you, go in peace. You feel that lift, that weight, that dead weight that allowed the woman to remain at the feet of Jesus to show outwardly how much she loves him. Amen.